Hello and welcome to That Film Studio. I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. In this episode we've got another movie review and this time we're looking at Escape Room. This is a psychological horror film directed by Adam Robitel based on the concept of escape rooms which are physical puzzle games involving players solving a series of puzzles and riddles using clues, hints and strategies to complete objectives and ultimately unlock a door which will allow them to escape the room. Jason, you've been to an escape room. I have one here in Perth, actually. It was a Batman-themed one. Oh, where was my invite? Uh, sure. Um, yeah, there were multiple rooms. Um, we were not very good at it, so probably best that you didn't come because you probably would have become really frustrated with us. And if it was this film, you'd be dead. Uh, very much so. Um, but yes, this movie does take the concept and cranks up the intensity um, and quality, I suppose, um, by like a thousand. Um, this is not the first movie to be based on Escape Rooms, nor is it the first movie to even be called Escape Room. There was another movie released in 2017 of the same name. But that was just a direct-to-home video, wasn't it? Yeah, like much lower budget. We're, of course, talking about the 2019 movie in this episode, not the old one. And this one definitely has the biggest budget of the Escape Room-based movies. But there's just two, isn't there? Well, there's two called Escape Room, but, uh, but there's more about are it. based on this type of venture. This I is guess. my first, this movie. Well, good. So, completely fresh. Um, yeah, so, biggest budget, and this has the big blockbuster feel as well. Um, if you haven't watched Escape Room yet, but you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Luke, you have the plot. Six strangers receive invitations to take part in a new and so far unbeatable escape room for the chance of winning $10,000. They find themselves in a maze of deadly and mysterious rooms and must use their wits to survive the very real threats of each room. Pretty straightforward. Um, I'm guessing and it was a center, like initially. Well, each room is its own adventure, its own theme. So it is, it is straightforward. And this movie here in Australia is rated M. And what they do in this film, I don't need it to be any more than that. I didn't need this to be our rating. So the, the tone, the gore, or lack of, for the most part, mm. works. People have been comparing this movie, I guess, to sort of like Saw, or like the Saw movies, you know, especially the I guess the later ones when there, there were multiple sort of areas and arenas with characters sort of getting through them. And yeah, they had to get out of them using very violent and uh, very gory things. And this avoids that this uses more of the tension the suspense i guess yeah saw is the easy comparison and i was thinking that as i was watching this but you're right saw is more about the gore and this movie doesn't do that but i like this movie for it that the the focusing more on what you can't see which is why i like ghost stories now yeah. the conjuring movies it's a lot of what you don't see that's scary Leaves it to your own imagination. I mean, the threat, you can still see the threats here. It's just not, it's just, it's not violent and gory and gross. And, you know, there's... well, they can show somebody, like the opening of the movie, they can show somebody being crushed without constantly, like, showing, now here's his arm bending backwards. Like, here's this next break. Well, do... as it actually turns out, he doesn't get crushed. Um, but yeah, with that opening scene, I hate when movies do this, unless there is some sort of, um, twist to it and there is to an extent in this movie but the opening scene we get the character of which one is it ben 
But he's the car crash. Yeah, head. so Ben, played by Logan Miller, opens with him falling into a room, um, quite a stand, like a library room. There's all these puzzles. He's, he's quick to try and solve it and work it out. The walls are crushing in on him. And yeah, like it implies that, you know, he is getting crushed and he's done. Title card. But then as we find out, we have all these characters and they're going through this thing. I spent the whole time going, well, I know for certain that he's going to be the last one standing. Which is clearly the point. And I, I thought the exact same thing as well. But it's, I don't know, it was frustrating. It's just like there is a key scene where it's him and another character and it's sort of their, you know, their, their, their wrestling. It's, it's sort of like only one of them will get through it. And you just, I'm just sitting there going, well, I know it's him because he gets to the next room. But what I didn't like about that scene, so again, you're right, it's the opening of the movie and it appears as though he solved it. But the room still closes in anyway. Yeah. And he does end up getting out. Because he did solve it. <laughs> and then the title card comes up. So I'm starting this movie thinking, right. So oh, is whoever's it a rigged be- game? Whoever's behind this, yeah, they're not playing by the rules. It turns out they, what, yeah. they do to a point. Like they, they really want to push people. But I wouldn't have liked it if it's like it's a no-win situation. Yeah. Where you're going to succeed, you're going to solve this escape room, but it was going to kill you anyway. That's what I thought in the opening. But I feel like that's that was sending all the wrong sort of messages. It to is the, it's to the a viewers. weird way like, to open it. And I was thinking like, the amount of damage that happens to that room and how expensive it looks. It's like how can you maintain this as a business? Like, if you're like <laughs> inviting, you be again. You said you've been to escape rooms. Like you know, there's there's loads out there. I'm pretty sure we would have got in trouble if we had broken something. <laughs> like, yeah. So that, that's what I was thinking. It's like, what? So are you just going to put things back in place? You're going to pull the room back out and yeah. wait for the next person? I, I mean, this movie definitely does take a little bit of. Um, Suspension of disbelief, I'd say, especially going into it, looking at that. But I mean, they do kind of explain that, you know, like whoever's behind all of this, they are spending money and they are getting returns because obviously there are viewers or something like that they've got. Invested. Well, it's high profile, yeah, rich people that again they kicks. So it's a it's a big organization or something behind it. Let's break down some of the characters. Um, there's a few of them. We get a few little introductions at the start, but then we don't meet, like half of them we don't meet until we're actually sitting in that first room and they're all ready to go. Well, let's talk about Zoe Davis, played by Taylor Russell. This is the young girl that was on pretty much all the posters. Yeah, I realised today, as you know, you sent me through some images and stuff, and I was like, why is this chick on it? I was like, wow, they're really marketing her as the main character. And then I kind of questioned... Is she the main character? And in a way, I guess she is. I mean, she is. It is an ensemble, but she's the quiet one. She's always there. And we do spend a bit of time with her to begin with. You know, we do get the opening, I just say, with Ben. But then we're with Zoe for a while. And we're getting to learn a bit about her past. But she's done all those posters. And then if we jump ahead and it appears as though she's dead, I'm sat there thinking, not dead. Yeah. She's on the posters. So marketing her as, a, as the main character. Well, what actually happens, I should say, is... You know, like there is a twist where she's not dead. She comes back, and it's her and Ben at the very end. Um, I guess marketing her as the the main character, as as your you know your face for the poster, and in pretty much every other piece of marketing material, it, it is one percent a little bit of a spoiler. It's I've like, not seen a lot of the trailers. I, I was I was staying away. In fact, us reviewing this movie is quite last minute. There was. Not a lot out in February. So we, <laughs> we were, were looking like, what are we movie. seeing? Uh, it was this or Happy Death Day 2. And we, and we chose Escape Room. So picked it. And yeah, I just saw the poster. And thinking, oh, okay, this character is clearly somebody. And then when she seems to die, it's like, well, that can't be the case. Yeah. 
Well, you know, what can you do? What can you, you well, just can suck you do? it up and get on with it? I mean, you said, didn't you? It's kind of like a spoiler, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it, it, it is. is. It is. Um, what we do find out is each character has some sort of ordeal um, happened to them in the past. Uh, they're basically sole survivors of different tragedies and stuff. With Zoe's character, it was a plane crash she was in, and she was the, the only survivor. Um, with Ben, we're introduced to him again. Um, and he was a survivor of a car crash, one that he was actually driving while singing Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Well, more than that, he was he was drunk. He was driving drunk. I mean, good, uh, yeah, important detail, actually. Uh, we get Deborah Ann Wall is Amanda. Now, she's a soldier who survived an IED blast. You'll know her from, like, True Blood, Daredevil. Yeah, The Punisher. Jeez, she's in that a lot. Oh, she's in The Punisher as well. Yeah, season yes, one. Yes. This is the first time her character in this, I've actually liked her. Hey. Like again, I've always known that I've not got anything against the actress. It just so, so you happens like to me that her... curious, no, 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 no. I'm... She is the reason why it took me so long to finish Punisher season one. Ah, true. <laughs> painful. Did not know that. Oh, she's. I painful. thought there was other stuff going on. And it. then she's all whiny in True Blood. That's where I first saw her. Wow, but she's very sexy in True Blood. No, nope, she's never seen it. But in this, <laughs> she's good. I like her in this. <laughs> okay. No, there, she does all right. Um, I actually thought she would have played a bigger role. Um, I mean, I would say of this cast, she is probably the most, most well-known of cast members, but I guess that's the that's the hook. She does get a poster. Oh, she does You know, when she's in the vent and there's the fire, ah, there's a yeah. one-sheet out. Yeah. I was looking at all the posters. <laughs> <But> the, <laughs> the main one is Zoe, but there is one with the Amanda character. Oh, cool. Um, we've also got... Um, Tyler Labine plays Mike Nolan, and he was in like a mining cave-in of some sort. He's one of the older characters. Pleasant surprise seeing him in this. Yeah. Really like Tyler Labine. What do you know him from? Originally, he was in Reaper. He was oh, the stoner okay. best mate. Remember that show? <laughs> yeah, you got yeah. Sam, the son of the devil. I th- Great oh, show. Take away his beard. He's in that. Yeah, okay. He's one half of Tucker and Dale versus Evil. It's been a while. Oh, he's sure. one of. Man, he's oh, right. in he's in a lot. He's in a lot of stuff. Awesome. Yeah, I like him. I've uh, got Jay Ellis um, playing Jason Walker. He was in a boat accident with him and his roommate. And we then, knew what he did. Oh, he, <laughs> it was pretty obvious he, he offed his back. He took him out, <laughs> just like Grandpa Simpson on the mountain ate his mate and slid him down the mountain. Uh, yeah, so he's sort of like that character that's, um, you know, like. He's the Wall Street guy. He's one in it for himself, you know, like he's got to do what he needs to do to survive. The Wall Street guy. The Wall Street guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and finally, Nick uh, Danani plays Danny Khan, who apparently suffered from carbon monoxide poisoning, according to his rap sheet in the hospital that they come across. Well, he, he survived, didn't he? His whole family was taken out. He was the, yeah. he was the sole survivor. I mean, that's grim. That's grim. So he was the one character, and I really enjoyed his enthusiasm. Like, he was like really, he was, he was really into it. But there was part of me that, as I'm watching, I was thinking, "Is it you? Like, are you a part of this?" I mean, they even mentioned, don't they mention like, yeah, they start to suspect him at one point. But he was the one that I was thinking, you know, cause it could have been hidden in plain sight. It'd have been a twist. But no, Danny dead. Like he was the first one. <laughs> he was the first one to go. Would have been good actually because and Ben was being such a dick with his lighter. The way that he does die, he goes under the ice. Yeah. You know, falls into like that ice fishing thing. But obviously, you don't see his body afterwards. It just floats under it. And then it would have been cool if like 
he was like fished out and then there was sort of but maybe that would have been a little bit too much like the end of Saw where it's like the body in the middle of the room is is the mastermind behind the whole yeah. thing if Danny rocks up at the end I didn't die I just went swimming but no he's gone <laughs> he's gone <laughs> and that's basically the roster of characters like no one really stood out as anything you know overly incredible or appealing like performances were fine um, the characters were stock standing, you know, you had your ones that were trying to you know, break out of their shell, Danny, the over-enthusiastic one, um, you know, Amanda obviously suffering from P- um, PTSD. Zoe's really quiet, yeah. she's got anxiety. And of course, you know, Jason being that guy that's, like you said, I forgot what you said, but like you Wall said, Street guy. Wall Street guy, that's it. <laughs> He's like, that's who he is, he's a Wall Street guy. Yeah, so the characters what you are, stock standard for a horror movie to And you've got Ben Miller, he's the TikTok. basket case, you know, he's That's trying it. to get ahead in life, nothing's working out. But you I guess the one that you kinda of root for because you think there's a good soul in him somewhere. Um but what we do get with this movie is big like they don't hold back with special effects, settings, set pieces, all of that. It's all very big, large and a little Bit unbelievable they can all fit this into one building, but it it's really a big is. Building. But I I enjoyed that about it. Like the production is really high on this, mm. and I, it's really grand and over the top, and it, it was fun. It was fun. Like when they go into the room and they're outside, yeah, like with the snow, it's cool. I mean, I was like, when they got there, I was like, what is happening? How, like, how are they, they possibly, even doing this? Like, did they teleport? What is going on? Is this like crazy science? But no, it's just some very advanced TV screens <laughs> showing a background. Um, but when we first when all the characters first meet, they're in this waiting room. Um, I mean, did you see it? Like, did you see it coming? Like, oh, they're already in the room. Yeah, yeah, it all I just started. One hundred percent. And then they turn on this big. The room turns into this big oven. I gotta say, because obviously this being the first room, I was trying to go. I was like, is this gonna be crazy, silly, or am I gonna actually feel tension and fear? And from this oven room, I was actually like, no, I'm feeling this. I'm. I'm getting tense. I'm feeling very uncomfortable. I, it, it works I want because it, what it's what it's showing us here are a lot of base fears, like claustrophobia. You know, like yeah. it, it's it's showing everyone's getting hot. You can like, connect with what they're what they're fearful of. Like you yeah. can you know what they're going to be feeling, and it's the and first it's working because it's the first room. It's all the characters sort of trying to work out. Like, wait, is this like should we actually be afraid or no? Nah, it's all just a game. Okay, what do we have to do? Blah, and then blah, it's like, well, no, that is really hot. That's yeah. when they're starting to realise. And it's like, oh, you know, the pro- no, no, like maybe it's just the creators being very enthusiastic. So this room really worked for me. And then we get to the winter cabin and the snowy mountains and it gets a little bit more, oh, okay, this is this is what we're doing. here. We get this big giant screen with a background. and But then you still find it's still a big room though. Yeah, it's a large room. I mean, bigger than the waiting room, but it is a big room and yeah. I, I thought that was a good thing. And just going from hot to cold. Like someone, one of the characters mentions that it's like, this is how you get sick. Made me chuckle. I was like, that damn straight. You'd be very unwell. And the fact that, you know, obviously the people that are planless, they know everything about all the people that are they've brought together. So just by having that same coat that the Wall Street guy was wearing. Yeah. They they do mention that later on when they Jason. get... Jason. That's his name. <laughs> I was going to call him Wall Street guy now. A hard name to remember. Uh, <laughs> Wall Street guy. When, when they get to that hospital room and... You know, they are discovering that it's like, oh, wow, they've really they've crafted this for our individual sort of needs or, you know, terrible things that had happened to them. It's like, 
that's cool. Like, but it, it's a shame that they do lose some characters by the time they get to those rooms because it's like they can't. You know, that yeah. room was set up for carbon monoxide poisoning. It's like, oh, Danny left him. <laughs> well, the place, the, the place, the bets, didn't they? Yeah. No, they didn't know who was going to survive. But you're right; it was like a lot of wasted research. Yeah. So they they crafted it for for everyone all the way to the the last room, I suppose. But either way, um, there's the inverted billiards bar where they play musical chairs with the floor. So everything's upside down. It's definitely visually one of the more interesting ones. Even mm. when, when you're like tricked as the audience when they first walk in and then it flips. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But everything's really big as well. So it's like large, upside down. And yeah, they did that camera trick. Um, but yeah, visually very fun. And this is where scene. we lose Amanda. Yeah. Well, the last thing she did is like she you know, carries out a heroic deed and yeah. she helps the others and she falls. Yeah, good for her, yeah. Which is a soldier, and that was like the last when, main thing was to save lives. When she fell, I like I just thought she was gonna just fall, but like she, like she falls, and she grabs onto that phone, and it doesn't snap. And no. I'm like, no, that, that should have just snapped. <laughs> is that where you draw the line? Yeah, I was like, that <laughs> I've should've... been okay up until now. <laughs> yeah, that should have just snapped. It does snap eventually, but no, the the force of her falling and her tugging it, it should have just snapped. Like that's ridiculous. But everything in there is custom made, though. So maybe <laughs> uh, it was reinforced. Very strong, maybe with ch- Chinese bamboo. <laughs> um, the hospital ward, which we've mentioned. Now this is. This is, um, there's a few things going on here. Obviously, they're discovering, you know, all like their past and how it's all been crafted to cater for them and how they're individually picked. You've got Zoe going nuts and being like, I don't want to play anymore. Um, I mean, at the first, I thought she, it's just too much. Like, she's doing too much. Like, she just, she's someone who's always like, listen to me and talk the whole thing. She's the one that's got smarts about her. And then she starts smashing everything up. And then we later find out that even though she didn't mean to start to be where it ended, there was a reason. Mm. But this is the one where one kills another. Yeah. Jason kills Mike. And I was I thought Mike was just going to get back up, but no, he's dead. <laughs> Killed him. <laughs> At least get up and like struggle and be like, ah, oh, I'm in poison gas. And then yeah. Zoe's losing her mind. She's smashing things up. And then that's when you've got Ben and Jason leave her behind. And then there were two. And then there were two. So they're stuck then in a, like a psychedelic... Yeah, the fun house yeah. room and then there's only one antidote so you think if Zoe would have gone then the ending wouldn't have been the ending but you think about it it's like so they rigged it so only one person could win right yeah so they had to even if they had all survived all five six of them or whatever were, were there in that last room they all would have had to have fought it out in that room no matter what with one because that's the whole point though isn't it it's like who is the sole survivor yeah Interesting scene, like very, very kooky, fun sort of visuals, like lots of uh, bulging, bulging eyes and faces mutating all over the place. Well, if you you know if you go back, you know, we made the saw comparison, and that is pretty. You know, there's the you know, you've got the twists in there and the the high tech traps and all the puzzles, but it all feels of a piece. Whereas a lot of this, you know, we mentioned the upside down room and the the big pieces outside with the snow yeah it feels like loads of different types of films in one and i like that and then you've got the psychedelic I mean, it stops it from being stagnant and boring you do get a like there's a different set piece every you know 15 20 minutes or so which makes it interesting it keeps the movie chugging along like you're right it's not just them getting caught in bear traps in every room like it's yeah i think if i'd have seen the trailer i would have had more of an idea of what to expect 
But I had no idea this was going to happen. I'd watched the trailer up until the point where they're sitting in the in the waiting room. And yeah. then I was like, no, it's an escape room. I know how it's going to be cool. And then I went in. Right. So you didn't know it was going to be this. I didn't know it was going to be crazy big. Mm. Um, but I was, I was surprised. I, like, I, I enjoyed that. It, but I think it did sort of take away the horror element of it. And it kept it more... Psychological than horror. Fun, psychological. There was there was still the thrills and stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I could still sit through it and go, oh, you know, I'm edge of my seat sort of stuff. But... At no point was I like, oh, I'm afraid or I'm scared. So there was no... Yeah, the horror element sort of was taken away just because there wasn't a... I would better describe it as a psychological thriller, thriller than horror. horror. The Saw movies, horror. Yeah, gore horror, yeah. Uh, we, the last room we get is that scene again with... The first room. Yeah, with Ben, is it? And he falls back into that library room. Uh, we don't see the whole thing play out. We cut back to the hospital room, which is where we get the reveal that Zoe um, is still alive and she takes out, like, two two guys in... Which was a good scene. Yeah. Well, it was... I, a, thought, it I was, thought it was good. As I said, you know, like, them spoiling that Ben survive, is the last survivor. Obviously, I knew there had to be some sort of twist to it. They wouldn't just be that, that silly just to, to show us that and that be it. Still irked me, but it was good that there was a twist, and that's obviously what it was. Um, and then to have them, I guess, come back, well, like Ben's announced the winner as he enters the room. We meet the game master, um, and then you know, it's, like you said, like it potentially is a rigged game. It is. You, they still crown a winner, but then you know the idea is to take out the winner. Then so there's no no remains. You know, towards the end when you got. Zoe and she starts, you know, it's like, oh, you know, maybe what you thought was real wasn't real. And she starts screaming like a lunatic. And I thought, oh, don't have this movie end with her thrown in a padded cell, like in a padded room. I thought that's, oh, like I when... thought she was going to get taken away, committed somewhere. So what happens, Ben and Zoe escape. They obviously reach out to the police. They Ben's in hospital. Uh, 24 hours later, the police are looking at the site where Zoe said everything went down. Everything is gone. Like these people move fast, don't they? Like again, suspension of uh, disbelief. But how did they clear all of that out so fast? And it is a kind of at this point where everything sort of really unravels. Out of all the crazy stuff we had seen so far, just this everything. Is where, yeah, this yeah. is where it really starts to jump the shark. This is like, where this movie has been one thing. It's been grinding spectacle. You know, we're getting all these different twists and turns in all these different expensive rooms. And then it's Jason Bourne time. Now it's like, <laughs> now we need to go save the world. <laughs> yeah. It's not where I thought it was They meet go. up, what, six months or three months later or something like that. and then Six months. Six yeah. months. And then they're like, well, Zoe proposes to Ben, oh, we're going to jump on a plane to New York and we're going to take these guys down from the... It's like, what? And I mean, Ben even mentioned, he's like, I'm not Jason. Was that this movie? Yeah, yeah. He says, that's where I got Jason Bourne yeah, from. Yeah, like he literally says, I'm no Jason Bourne. Because I was thinking at the time, there would have been a period where people would have said, James Bond, but I guess James Bond. No, <laughs> Jason Bourne even. James Bond is still I merged the two, James Bourne. But then the movie ends, I suppose, with... Oh, I say, so, uh, suppose... The movie ends with, uh, we're on a plane. I did like that. Um, and, like, this plane is, has now become uh, an escape room. Like, there's, there's stuff going down, there's... Which is an idea is terrifying, mm. <laughs> like, but brilliant. And then you find out that it was all a simulator. They're getting ready for Zoe's flight. So a little bit of a peek behind the curtains of like the behind the scenes process. And I don't know. All of we, this, got, we always did you like this? You thought this was fun? And I something? did. I yeah. did. I liked how I was really surprised at how many staff they had on hand. <laughs> like it was like a, a fully staffed workplace. But maybe that maybe they were all 
role employed under the... Under what, thinking it was something else? Different pretenses. I don't actually know what it is. Yeah, but I, I like... Only two players in the thing. So they, so they test everything. They don't just, you know, let's build it and let's, let's go. Oh, they they'd be reckless. They'd be reckless if they yeah, And they've it. also got money to just do it over and over. But yeah, it, it ends in a weird place, doesn't it? Because it just, ends, thing it just feels silly to me. Like, I don't know. But it's like, what what is that next movie going to be? Because if they're just going to... I don't think there is a next movie. I think this movie's doing well enough and it's got a strong concept. I think... I mean, every movie now, they want to be the start of a new franchise. Mm. And I think there's enough going for this movie that they could carry it on. I mean, are they going to carry it on and the next movie just be an action movie with Ben kicking ass? <laughs> like, no horror element whatsoever? Or are we just going to get a new cast of characters and we're going to see a new story on the TV in the background? I assume like, it's going to be Zoe's playing game. If down. this movie makes enough money and they go, oh, we're making Escape Room 2, it'll just be uh, potentially the same company, new set of characters. Yeah, and but they will, I reckon they'll mention Zoe, though. They'll, there was something on the news, flight number what, whatever. Thing yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I reckon they'll do it that way. But I think they'll do more. I think there's enough going for this movie that I can see. I can see maybe one, two more, two more. Number three doesn't make as much money in their years really from now. Yeah. Escape Room Ten. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know. I think M rating as well. So you're going to get like the younger demographic as well. Yeah, I think this some teenagers just this gone movie. For it. You know, yeah. But here we are talking about it. I mean, we watched. It, didn't we? <laughs> I mean, okay, I guess that's it. Let's rate it then. I suppose we've reached... Better than I thought it was going to be. Oh, yeah. Honestly. <laughs> oh, I mean, from what you've Better, said, that I, sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is. Like, I, I wasn't going in expecting too much out of this. But I I thought there was there's enough going on here and there's a few twists and turns and visually it's good to look at. I, I'm three out of five. Yeah. Which is higher than I was expecting. Going <laughs> I thought in. you but, without even talking about. I thought no, you were I'm not going. I'm not going to go silly numbers. But no, it's a. It was an even three, three out of five. Yeah. I, I did have fun with this movie. This is definitely a movie where you. I'll be honest. You you have to switch off just to to watch it and enjoy it. And it is. It can be enjoyed. It does tick along and it keeps you going with the changes of setting and all the things that are going. You know, there's lots of colors and effects and fun things. So it's definitely entertaining. There's it's a fun ride. Um, and it can be pretty, you know, tense at some point. You know, it's 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 a bit of a thrill. Um, yeah, but it it does unwind and become very silly at times. Characters are are just cardboard cutouts, but that's you know that's fine. That's all good. Enjoyable enough for me. It's a three as well. Three out of five. Okay, so we always like to wrap up with trivia before we sign off, and this could be the most. The shittest trivia I've ever brought to the table. But it is about Tyler Labine. Who I like. Who you like. So yes. that made me happy when you said that. Um, yes, yeah, a little bit of trivia about him. He says, he claims, that the worst job that he's ever had was probably being a pizza delivery guy. Because one time, one time he refers to a customer had flicked a nickel at his nose and fractured it. You know, there's a movie, Catch and Release... Kevin Smith didn't write it, direct it, or produce it, but he is in it as an actor. And originally, Tyler was cast in the role. And he got replaced by Kevin Smith. Cool. And then years later, Smith felt bad. And when he directed the pilot for the TV series Reaper, Tyler was a season regular on that show. You just had to up my trivia, didn't you? 
It's just all it's something new about Tyler. <laughs> yeah, but originally so watching that movie Catch and Release, which is Jennifer Garner. You see Kevin Smith in there? It was going to be Tyler. Alright. You know, Kevin Smith, Tyler, big guys, beards. You can see how they could interchange. They just, just switch them out. No one will notice. I think we got through that trivia okay. Um, I think we got through that review. All right, that was our review of Escape Room. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud and please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We have on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram as That Film's Due Podcast. And we also have our sister shows, Rewind and Review and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. Also check out our new website. It has all of the latest episodes with the entire back catalogue on its way. Up next from us is our review of the latest MCU instalment, Captain Marvel. Sounds Like Comics have an episode looking back at Man of Steel and Rewind and Review have an upcoming episode looking at Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the original from 1971. Ah, very nice. You've been listening to Jason and Luke, the guys from that film studio. See you soon. And he's sitting there accepting that, not yeah. being like, actually, it's pronounced. Directed by Adam Robitel! <laughs> That's how she did it. <laughs>